Dark Down East is a Maine and New England true crime podcast. Investigative journalist and storyteller Kylie Lowe digs into decades-old and modern-day cases that prickle the history of vacation land and beyond. The unsolved homicides, undetermined deaths, and unexplained disappearances and other dark stories of New England. Dark Down East gets straight to the story, with a mix of narrated episodes and documentary-style production that compiles complex research of original and archival sources into compelling stories. Plus, you'll get insight on the investigations from detectives and sources who know these cases best, and truly get to know the humans at the heart of each case through the memories and stories of the surviving families and friends. It is Dark Down East's mission to honor the legacy of the humans at the heart of each story and bring attention to the cases that are still awaiting justice. This is heart-centered, ethical true crime, bringing light to stories you're not hearing on other podcasts. Cases like that of Denise Scott Ramsey. Her skeletal remains were discovered in a shed belonging to her late father over a year after she went missing. Denise's death is considered suspicious, so why isn't it being investigated as a homicide? Anne Morgan Renee Patton. She was supposed to be spending a weekend with her fiancé, so how did she end up dead in an apparent car accident with two strange men in a remote town far from where she was staying? And the case of Reina Morales Rojas that you'll hear in just a minute. Reina was reported missing from Boston, Massachusetts in November of 2022. But the public didn't hear anything about her disappearance for almost two months. While the search for other women in Massachusetts at the time taxed police resources, was Reina's case overlooked? Four months later, her children in El Salvador are still waiting for any sign that she's okay. Follow Dark Down East wherever you listen to podcasts and look out for a new episode each Monday. On November 26, 2022, 41-year-old Reina Morales Rojas got into a car in East Boston, Massachusetts, and sometime later was dropped off in nearby Somerville. That's the last time anyone had seen or heard from the mother of two. Though she was reported missing soon after, the public didn't hear anything about Reina's disappearance for almost two months. And if advocates like Lucy Pineda of Latinos Unidos in Massachusetts hadn't stepped in to help bring attention to her case, Reina's family wonders if her story would have ever made the news. Now, four months later, Reina still isn't home, and information is scarce. Her children and sister in El Salvador, who once spoke to her every single day, await any sign that she is okay, all while fighting for attention on her case that took far too long to receive in the first place. I'm Kylie Lowe, and with Lucy Panetta, this is the case of Reina Morales Rojas on Dark Down East. Forty-one-year-old Reina Morales Rojas came to the United States from El Salvador just after Mother's Day in May of 2022 making her home in East Boston. She is a mother of two children, but Reina had to leave the kids behind with their aunt, Reina's sister, Alicia Morales, to find work and a better life in Massachusetts until she could be together with her children again. She'd been a police officer back in El Salvador, but in Boston, 
Reyna worked in food services and catering at Logan International Airport. Being so far away from her family, Reyna stayed in touch with her sister and children almost constantly. November 26, 2022 was no different for Reyna and Alicia. They had a long conversation earlier in the day, as they usually did. But when Alicia tried to contact her sister the next morning, she didn't hear back. It immediately struck her as odd. Alicia tried everything to get in touch with her sister that day. Texts, WhatsApp, phone calls, but Reyna was radio silent. According to reporting in the Boston Globe by Hannah Kruger and Tiana Woodard, Reyna had two cell phones, one she got for her birthday in October and her old phone that she still kept active and on despite having a new one. Reyna always wanted to be reachable, so the fact that she wasn't responding to texts or picking up call after call was unusual. Alicia couldn't shake the feeling that something was off, so she reached out to Reyna's boyfriend as well as her landlord. According to Boston Globe columnist Marcella Garcia, who spoke to WBUR's The Common podcast, Reyna's boyfriend hadn't heard from her since the night before, and he couldn't get in touch with her either. When Alicia spoke to Reyna's landlord, he told her that Reyna never returned home on the night of November 26th. Being in El Salvador and unable to travel to the United States, there was little Alicia could do to track down her sister herself, other than keep trying to reach her. But finally, after almost a full day of no contact, Reyna's boyfriend and landlord went into the Boston Police Department to report Reyna Morales Rojas missing on November 27, 2022. Although Reyna was reported missing in November of 2022, her disappearance wasn't made public until January 12, 2023. When Boston police did release a missing person alert, Reyna's name was at first spelled incorrectly. In the alert, Reyna is described as a Hispanic female, 5 foot 5 inches tall, 145 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. They included several photos of her, each one showing Reyna looking slightly different. She liked to play with her appearance. She had different makeup, hairstyles, and hair colors in each one. Also in the alert, Boston police disclosed that Reyna was last seen getting into a car in the area of Bennington Street in East Boston on the evening of November 26th and was later dropped off on Alston Street in Somerville. That's about an eight-and-a-half-mile distance between each last known location. The first 48 hours after someone goes missing are the most critical. But 46 days passed before Boston police circulated that missing persons alert. Reyna's sister Alicia tried to get police to respond and search for Reyna sooner. They just told her to let them know when she heard from Reyna. But that was the entire issue. Alicia hadn't heard from Reyna, and she didn't know how else to get police to understand or care that not hearing from her sister for so long, not even a text to check in on her kids, was extremely unusual and concerning. Something was wrong, and no one seemed to give a damn. As Alicia Morales fought to get any attention and answers from Boston police, Telemundo Boston, a Spanish-language Boston news outlet owned by NBC Universal, picked up the story. That's how Lucy Panetta first heard about Reyna's disappearance. 
Lucy, who is also from El Salvador like Reina, is an activist and the executive director of Latinos Unidos in Massachusetts, also known as LUMA. LUMA contributes to the development of the Latin American community with their mission of protecting the rights, educating, organizing, and empowering the immigrant community in Massachusetts. Two days after Lucy heard the Telemundo news report about Reina's disappearance, a different news outlet contacted her for comment. One of the English media, they called me and they asked, what is Luma doing regarding Reina's case? They told me that no one was working on the case. So, so when they told me that, we talked to our members and I said, listen, we need to do something about this case. Lucy reached out to Reina's family to learn more about her, where she was from, where she lived and worked. Lucy also contacted the chief of police in the city of Everett, where Luma is based. She contacted state representatives and other local leaders to see if anyone knew anything about Reina's disappearance. But no one had even heard her name. Reina's name hadn't even been added to NAMIS yet, the National Missing and Unidentified Person System database. So Lucy called the Luma community to action. They started posting live videos on social media, alerting their followers about Reina's disappearance, and they took to the streets looking for her themselves. We went to look for Reina on those places that we read in the news in the news that she was from East Boston. They picked up her on East Boston and they left in Somerville. So we started looking for her. We organize and we mobilize our members, our volunteers, and our the world community. And we start making live videos and we make a press release to demand to our authorities to take actions in the case of Reina Morales Rojas. She wrote two letters to the Boston Police Department. According to the Boston Globe, her first one sent on January 17th received no response from BPD. She sent the second on January 21st. It reads in part, It is of grave concern to our community that the authorities have done little to move forward with the investigation of this case until now, and without pressure from organizations such as ours. Those letters were accompanied by social media posts and a vigil held in Reina's honor outside the District A7 East Boston Police Station. Luma members held signs with Reina's face and waved their words on neon posters. Police silence is police complicity, and Latino lives matter, they read. Finally, Lucy got the attention of Boston police, and detectives agreed to meet. She planned to attend their scheduled January 25th meeting with attorneys from Lawyers for Civil Rights, working pro bono on Lucy and Luma's behalf. But the attorneys later told the Boston Globe that police nearly canceled the meeting when they showed up. Not wanting to lose the opportunity to learn more about what was happening with Reina's case, Lucy spoke to police without that legal representation. Lucy challenged Boston police on their response to Reina's disappearance and asked why it took so long to publicize her case. When I talked to the detective from East Boston and I asked why, uh, you guys released this case 47 days after when you guys supposed to release this information 24 hours after or 48 hours after. So why you did this 47 days after? 
the answer was, oh, because Reina, she don't have no family in here. So it was hard for us to ask for information about her family, her what kind of um, friends or whatever she have in the state. None of this sat well with Lucy. Within the same few weeks that Reina's disappearance was publicly announced, the disappearances of other Massachusetts women received ample police attention and press coverage. In the same month, four women was missing, three women was white, and one was a Latino. And I said, thank you, because you're doing a good job with the three white women. But I want to see the same, the same actions with Reina. Why are you guys use drums, helicopters, use state troopers, dogs, everything, all the resources to find these three women, and you forget about Reina. The case of Reina Morales Rojas continues on Dark Down East. We not give up. We will continue looking for Reina. Listen to Dark Down East on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening right now. I'm Kylie Lowe, and this is Dark Down East.